the XFL Gambling Podcast Week 2 Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game <coughs> odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. March Madness is heating up, and uh, you need to subscribe to the College Basketball Experience because, as Dick Vitale says, it's awesome, baby. So check out that podcast, and remember, as always, (laughs) to let it ride. Hey everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. gambling <laughs> podcast oh man week two reaction show another week is in the books you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to well my name is Colby swinging database dad aka pick Don D that's not a pick this is a pick he was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits when Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Same with Fred Durst and Judge Dredd. We got Stallone. We got Durst. We got stacking the money. What is not to like? I am joined by my co-host. Uh, give it up for the host of Bottom Line Bob's. They call him the man in the box. Give it up for CJ Sullivan. How you doing, CJ? Great, DJ Dundee. Thank you. I just realized after going through all my tech problems that I forgot to set a background. So now you're gonna get the Keurig machine. And a painting, I think, of an Irish landscape back there. So anyway, that's what you're getting. Well, that's you what get, you get with CJ Sullivan. And you get, you're, you're getting raw, bo- you're getting raw box in here. He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. That is CJ Sullivan, baby. All right. <laughs> we, are also, <laughs> we are also joined by third man in the booth, the host of old fashioned football. Give it up for Justin Mark, AKA J Mark. How you doing, man? Doing awesome. How's it going guys? A little bit later than normal. I'm liking it. Yeah, we had to push it. What is it? It's been yeah. packed. I was. On the roads, tourney time for Colby. Colby, you're you're doing like uh eight hour energies up. You guys, I mean, you're all over the place. Up all night, you're at her all in it. What's going on? You're kind of a, <laughs> uh, uh, this old a Vince full McMahon slate. trick. I old love Vince it. McMahon ECU trick. 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, look, the, the 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 snow came through Los Angeles. Burbank's got snow in the mountains. My you, God, CJ went and did comedy in Detroit, where it was probably eighty and sunny. Nothing. Where meanwhile, yeah. Burbank <laughs> was sitting there getting snowed on. Thank God, I got out of freezing Burbank and got to. Uh, the warm sunny days in Detroit, Michigan. Royal Oak. Shout out to Royal Oak. It so, was. It's crazy. No snow there, but it snowed here on the Hollywood sign. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The odds on that. Uh, maybe maybe the same on the odds that, uh, well, that, uh, what is it, Cashman Field is painted uh, again next week because, uh, <laughs> I mean, look, we're going to go game by game breaking right. down stuff, but I number crunched again. And, and yeah. I, I just wanted to open up with, uh, well, we had, we had an interesting week. I will say first week had a lot closer uh, games. I should say in the final minute or so. Um, but you know, that happens from week to week that happens. And it doesn't matter whatever, whatever uh, sport, you know, um, I was surprised to see not the yardage went down about uh, 58 yards less per game between all four teams. Mm-hmm. The passing yardage took the biggest hit. So they were averaging 434 yards passing combined for both teams per game, almost 435 if you round up. Uh, This week, just 279. Now, some of that can be, you could say, dude, there was a monsoon in Las Vegas and there was some cold weather in Seattle, and there's probably some, you know, probably a good argument. And a Thursday night game, too, with Sunday night performers. True. Even though though they had good stats, they were good. That's a good point. But the rushing yards went up mm. by 54 yards per game. Yeah. Averaging 204 after last year or last week, only averaging 150 yards per game. Uh, uh, interceptions went way down, way down. Yeah. I mean, there was uh there was 12 interceptions week one. There was just two in, uh in week two. Right. That I found pretty shocking, but scoring as we kind of, we kind of thought, so get this. Last week was was almost 41 points per game, 40 and a half technically, uh, was the average on the total, which was five points more than USFL week one. Week two of the XFL was exactly the same number as USFL week one uh, at 35. So scoring dropped five points per game, essentially. Yeah. Um, the it, interceptions, you said, were 12, 12 went down? 12 in week one to right. two in week two. To two. And that's directly related to Pax and Lynch being benched earlier, I think. <laughs> now, now, I mean, I guess another shocking thing would be the yardage went way down, but also the yards per completion. I mm. mean, there was, uh, there was several games where the yards of, uh, per completion were, per, were I, pretty bad. I think um, my, I think our my man DeAndre Francois. What was his numbers, J Mark? Was it six completions, eight yards? Is that possible? That's like a lowest. That's like a, was, that's like a lowest like common that, yeah. denominator. That's like a uh, freshman year math problem or something. I, I have all that data here here for you right now. DeAndre Francois, who I did enjoy telling his team to shut the fuck up. That was great. yes. Love um, the mics all weekend. <laughs> Six of 13, eight yards, completing at 0.6 yards of completion. I yeah, don't even six know how eight. you do that. I love it. Even numbers. I like it. Keep it even. <laughs> he, he stretched the field. He stretched the field with his longest completion of four yards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and told his tight end to shut the fuck up. Yeah, the, uh, that was amazing. Uh, Fresh was my guy. I would stick with love him no matter it. what. I'm okay, ri- shut the fuck up. I'm ride or dying with Orlando, and mo- mostly it's dying. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going down. I'm going down with them, and I, I, would, I would put Francois out there every single time. Those are hilarious numbers. 
I mean, I don't even know, Justin. Do you make anything of those numbers? I, I guess we we thought with that many pick sixes that scoring would dip down uh, yeah. week two. But are you surprised by the fact that I guess interceptions went way down, but quarterback play still didn't thrive? It actually, might, you can make the case yards per completion that it actually got worse. What do you what do you make of that? Yeah, the quarterback play almost all across the league is pathetic. It's hard to watch. Um, the the rushing going up, a, a lot of that was the defenders. They ran for 229 yards. So I think that skewed that a little bit. But um, it, it did seem like teams were focusing more on the run this week. Now, week one, we were a little surprised that they passed so much. So now they're balancing it out a little bit at least. But, the I mean, they have to because these quarterbacks are not looking good. There's yeah. got to be better options out there. Yeah, Cough, I mean, off Brian Scott. I was just gonna say, <laughs> just get to the point, Jay Mark. We understand this is an entire propaganda show for Brian Scott to be back here leading, leading what he, he he should be leading one of these goddamn teams. Though. This is ridiculous. oh for sure. Oh, after watching some of that play, uh, I don't know how you're, uh, and after what we saw, and also how have we not seen Kyle Sloter? I guess we'll get right? to that. No, let's no. let's go game by first game. First of all, first of all, Jay Mark, go ahead and tell tell the listeners that the, that uh, Scott slid into your DMs. We want it. We all want to, uh, the dirty DMS of USFL stats, you know, Scott and I are Brian Scott and I are just on the same page that he should be on that field. He's better than those quarterbacks that are rolling out right. for some of these teams. All right. And there's, there's others besides just Brian Scott that are out there that are better than these guys. It's, there are it's no crazy. others. There's no one else. <laughs> there but none, Brian Scott. Just Brian Scott. It's always Brian Scott. Anyway. <laughs> I'll say this, like in the middle of, I mean, hold on, let's just go game by game because we're going to, yeah, get you're to right. Sorry. Game. I didn't mean to, I'm going to mean to throw us all over the place. There. You're good. You're good. You've been in Detroit. That's understandable. How was, how was the crack? All right. Um, the crack's great. They put it in a brick style pizza with a little crack on it. Look, I, I, I grew up in a city that Marion Barry was our, or was, our, was our mayor twice. Actually never lost an election. So cracks undefeated in Washington, DC. Um, First game, I actually thought it was the best game. The Thursday night game, St. Louis at Seattle. This game had drama uh, yep. throughout really the whole game here. I don't know how Seattle did it again. They lose 20 to 18. Uh, <sighs> pretty pretty mind-blowing result considering the fact that they were probably up about 85% of this game, I would say. Maybe even 90. I would love yeah. to know those numbers. I didn't. I didn't do a deep dive on that. They came out hot. Was it twelve nothing early or something? They went for they went for three. Got it. Yeah, they went for three. And and June Jones sticking to his guns. Remember, I told you on uh, one of the preseason episodes that I heard June Jones say that uh, he's going to go for three every time. And I feel like he's he's. And they probably shouldn't have at the last time. Would, yeah. Would have, yeah, it cost I, my I, fucking cover. So yeah, I mean, this guy, the game went to overtime. Right. Absolutely. Although I do I do like when I ask Hazlitt. Cause Hazel has no idea, but he still answers the way. Like, Hey, how can we go? How can we go for three every time? He just goes, he just goes, uh, sabermetric, sabermetrics. First of all, one, one, there's no way, you know, that Jim Hazlitt, you know, you have no comprehension of advanced mathematics, but also, you, you just, okay. Explain it to me then. What are the sabermetrics? Hazlitt? Ah, uh, sabermetrics. Well, that's, that's June. Well, June does offense. Um, June does offense, right? I don't know. I don't. We, I don't he does. He also does the one, two, three count. I don't know how to do that. Fred Durst is in the chat. He says Beck is a dollar store test tube baby of Tony, Tony Soprano and Tony Saragusa. Oh, I know. Fred in peace. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I look at this St. St. Louis Battlehawks team and I go, How the hell are they two and zero? But and also, how the hell is Seattle zero and two? Even when I was number crunching, mm -hmm. 
the the one thing that I that that stands out to me in the numbers that I crunch is that Seattle's way better than everyone else on offense. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. I but they continue to allow Ben DiNucci to do a quarterback sneak. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> he keeps fumbling. Did you see? Did you speak of hot mics? Did you see the one time it was like a fourth and one, and they threw a flat pass, and he, and he goes, to "We can't run." No, yeah. Ben, you can't run. You signed up <laughs> for the run and shoot. You signed up for the run and right. shoot, man. Uh, I mean, I ate shit on this. I bet. love it. I Fuck you! I just like you joke. Fuck you, Danucci. No, we can't run. <laughs> run the play. We see what happens when you try to run the ball. Um, uh, Justin, what, what what do you make of this game? What do you? What's the problem here? It is uh, you have a future on St. Louis, so you're sitting back there looking pretty in a way. What, what do you yeah. make of, the, of both these teams? Yeah, well, two things. You said Seattle um, led most of the game. It was three minutes left in the game when the Battle Hawks went ahead. Seattle took the lead back with a minute fifty. It was great. But then the that last field goal with minute twenty one. Um, are you guys believing in these Battle Hawks yet? No. I mean, I know it's not pretty, but they're <laughs> winning know. games. They are winning games. McCarron is the darling, as Judge Dredd says of the XFL. They, they <laughs> love pushing that story. Like, first of all, his story is not that sentimental. But how his kids can finally watch him play. You know. Meanwhile, they interviewed that kid. They interviewed that D back for. Uh, Seattle's dad died the day of the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, anyway, let's talk about AJ McCarron's uh, privileged kick and see him play. Throw a <laughs> throw a 15 yard out. What? This guy's dad died. How about that story? <laughs> Jesus. That's what I mean. And you wonder why I hate quarterbacks. Right? <laughs> you wonder why I hate quarterbacks, man. Everyone's like, Colby, how could you hate the quarterback position? Right. Because they're all they're all they they over magnify every little fucking thing. Doesn't matter the level. It could mm-hmm. be high school, could be college. Could be pro USFL, XFL, CFL. Yeah. Oh, uh, Here's the thing, though, with the Battle Hawks, we have two road wins. They are selling the upper tier of the stadium now because there's such a demand for tickets. Yeah. That place is going to rock at home. Absolutely. They're going to have a strong home field advantage over some of these teams, aka Vegas Vipers. They're going to be a team to watch out for. I'm liking my future ticket right now. Well, well you you luck box. You're into a two and zero record. You're sitting pretty. That's right. oh, we, there's nothing wrong with that. What did St. Louis do to the, the Rock though? Because they're on the road again this week at DC. Yeah. I feel like everyone are they really another game. road? Game? I like I like all all road games for this team with thirty thousand yeah. fans waiting for them to come <laughs> home. They will rock that place, but mm-hmm. I don't know that that team's that good. And I think when a still getting of, the job done, true. they got a good line and they do, AJ does do winnings. I guess. I don't know. True. That game, I, that game. I said, we were all heavy on Seattle. I knew that was a problem too. I, 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 I mentioned that, man. I mentioned that when I was like, man, everyone I talked to, not only this show, right. the SGP show, some people I talked to, like my brother and stuff. That's, that's, that's actually betting the XFL. I'm like, man, do I know anyone who's taking Seattle? I, I know. hate this play, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Seattle's got some problems. Uh, running the ball. They ran the ball a lot better, actually, from a number standpoint. They did. When they needed to, well, they had three turnovers, too. I mean, I think that's the name of the game here is is that they haven't been able to, to – their defense never creates turnovers, and their offense just gives away turnovers left and right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I still like my my future. I still I like love my future. I would pour, pour some more, even more on now. Yeah, and if, that if D.C. game huge. becomes huge. I think it's a good time to take them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So shop to you, drop people. Get over there and get a future on on the Battlehawks because it's an outlier in a way. You look at the numbers, 
and they're like thriving as as you know the sea dragons. Yes. yes. Yeah. And you look at it, and you're like, wait, how are they zero and two? But you know, a couple of questionable reviews as well. Not to get back on the Dino Blandino train. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah the yeah the uh, muff uh, punt fumble that uh, they they didn't know if he touched it or not. He couldn't get an angle to see if he, he couldn't get an angle. He's by him. So there's no one near him within 20 yards. How about you look at, how about you look at a second angle? That's all. I was like, oh, that guy's in the way. And then they're like, Hey Dean, what if they reviewed it? Can you get it? No, nope, that's it. That's all the angles we had. There's nowhere near. There's, he was literally on an Island. What the fuck the else do you need? And then there was that one where he got the first down in between third and fourth quarter, but they couldn't review that for some reason. He's like, yeah, we saw it, but that not what we could do. We were back from commercial. So. You, like, what? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll get to a, a rule that I was perplexed by uh, on the Sunday uh, XFL game. But uh, do we think there's any chance that we'll see Steven Montez? Because Danuch is putting up good numbers. He just isn't winning games. Right. Well, he's throwing games. And that's uh, the only guy who I did know at St. Louis was uh, Sean Money, Money Green, our <laughs> CEO, because he, he claims that Danucci's throwing games with the mob as uh, <laughs> he's definitely in some kind of outfit. Um, well, he might have something going. He might have something yeah. going. The fumble at the one yard line, the fumble on the. the he is. Yeah. His yeah. mistakes are hilarious because because he, yeah. he, he's <laughs> in one extreme or the other. He looks either great. Like, oh, that's an NFL quarterback, yeah. you know, running June Jones system to what's going on. He's literally like, throwing a ball over his head for, for an option. <laughs> like drop kicking like he's part of the little giants. Do you guys agree that this was the best game you think of the whole the whole week? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I think sure. So. Sure. Yeah. The, it, it, but, it had the, the most like back and forth in the final couple minutes. J Mark, what were you gonna say? Just as far as Danucci goes, at the very least, why aren't they putting Montez in on those short yardage quarterback yeah. sneaks. I mean, he's, he's much better at that type of thing. Why are you not putting Montez in? It doesn't make right. any sense. Do it a DR King situation or a Cole right. McDonald situation, you know, just get him in there and run it. Even if you know, he's going to do it, but. And, and then we had on Saturday, mm. we had the DC defenders at Vegas Vipers. But before, before we key in on that, um, I want to tell people out there that the XFL gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Yes. And get this March madness is almost here. So uh, there's plenty of ways to win and you can get down on NBA, NHL, XFL, March madness. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars limited to state availability. Uh, and of course, for our DJs only, if you hit the uh, the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer something to change terms and conditions. Winbet.com must be 21 or older president state where Winbet is available. If you or something you know is a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. We got brand new fire XFL t-shirts. Guys, have you seen these? Yes. Get, <laughs> get on over there. They are. They're hot. Yeah, yeah. They're hot shirts. Go to sure. store, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We got shirts, hats, sweats, hoodies, all that good stuff. Get on over there and check it out. Um, Yeah. I mean, I got my XFL shirt. It's Battlehawk. Uh, it's Battlehawk colors, but I mean. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I'll get my defender shirt. Yeah, defenders, vipers. Let's talk about this because there's. I got. I got into it with with some people. 
I, I saw that. That's why I walk, that's why I can't wait for this one. The field did not look great, but also it all it depends on your perspective on it. I thought, I mean, it was fun. If anything, it was a little different. You don't I mean, need it was, a like to me, like this is football. Right. I hate, I hate like dude, this football, play it anywhere. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like play it anywhere. Okay, like Yes, it looks hilarious when you paint the field. I saw those those clips. The spray paint, I know. That looks hilarious. But the people, I got into it with these old football people that are like, hey, this is not acceptable for the game. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's just a game of football. It rained. Right. right? It's it a game rained. of... Okay. I know. These things it was still better. It was still better conditions in the Super Bowl, I think. I mean, it <laughs> yeah, was that was fucking gloss shine, yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, come on, J. Mark. Uh, tell me, I'm not crazy here on this. This look, the rain happened, and sometimes you have to adjust your playing style. And maybe it doesn't accommodate 2023 fans who say, "Oh, I didn't see the ball fly in the air 45 times." What'd you make of this game? Look, I'm just saying, as a Chicago Bears fan, the NFL would never allow a field to be slippery like. Oh, <laughs> maybe they would. Yeah, it's. I agree. Yeah. It's football. You're gonna get rain. You're gonna have weather conditions. That's how it's gonna be. People are gonna Absolutely. slip. Yeah, the field. Look like it was in shitty condition, but I can honestly say I've watched Bears games where people are complaining about the field there because it looks in shitty condition because it just rained on there, it snowed, whatever. It happens. It's football. Go play the as game. Buddy, as yeah. Buddy Ryan said, after the Fog Bowl, you cancel baseball games. You don't. You don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't cancel football games. You go out there and fucking play. Amen. Yeah. So DC, even if you, even if you can't see a thing. <laughs> DC DC was down a lot of a lot of the I feel like the whole first half right I yeah then they steamrolled them yeah six nothing at halftime they score fifteen in the fourth eighteen in the second and uh, can we just say De'Aaron King should be the starting quarterback here because they have something going with that yeah. with that little option attack I know he didn't uh, throw any passes but I feel like the offense was opening up even with just. To even plays where he didn't even run the ball, the potential this, of running the ball where the defense froze and then Abram Smith or Armstead was able to break one because of that. I, I don't know. I, th I just think I, I get it. Tamu, what he was 10 of 23, 93 yards. That's I was just going to say, this was the J Mark uh, wet dream of quarterback play for him <laughs> because Tamu was terrible. Dear King Hunley was terrible. So Brian Scott's laughing up. He was just laughing it up back home with all everything that he's predicted and talked about came came to fruition on a Saturday night. So congratulations. Luis Perez, Luis yes. Perez threw five passes, completed one for zero yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I, I honestly don't know why you go. I mean, the only thing I can think of why you go with Hundley there is you're invested that much money, but like Perez, I thought looked all right in week one. So it's like, why would you pull him? Now it's going to shake his confidence. And uh, I don't know. I mean, Hundley didn't, he didn't look like a $200,000 quarterback to me. Did he, to you CJ? No, and they just kept calling quarterback draws with them the entire time. Where they was that, that concern of the the rain? I mean, is he still not uh, picked up the playbook yet? I mean, how deep is this? How deep is this playbook <laughs> <laughs> that Rod Woodson's throwing at these guys? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, he did not. He did not look. He did not look great. He, I mean, he's got some. Uh, there all there's a lot of checkdowns too. D, I mean, also that DC defensive line. I mean, they caused they cause problems, you know? So, yeah. so he didn't really have a lot of time to sit back and, I mean, Martavis Bryant absolutely blanked destroying my DFS there. But, like, I mean, that was just, I don't know. I think, like, this is why I like this DC to begin with. I think, I think that D-line is just going to cause wreckage all year long. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I played them on defense uh, for, for my DFS. You know, I actually won some money on DFS this week. But Yes, um, sir. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, is DC legit two and zero? I mean, do you think oh, you could yeah. argue they're the best team in the league, or do you think they're you know benefiting from a great home environment, Ben DiNucci fumbling at the one yard line, and, and crazy conditions in Vegas? Jay- yeah, I wouldn't say they're the best team, but they're definitely they're definitely uh, the dangerous. You don't you don't they're a team you don't want to play. They're gonna you know they're gonna bring you down to their level. They're street fighters. They're uh, I mean, Craig Williams, they got bounties out there and, you know, and you know, in the XFL, they're going for those bounties. They need that money. That's not an extra bonus. That's uh, you know, very true. I mean, look, Vegas only had 177 yards of offense, 3.8 yards per play. That ain't doing it. J Mark, what'd you, what'd you make of that? And do you think DC is legit a contender? I think they can be, they have the defense to be a legit defend, uh, a contender. Um, I want to see Derek King throw the ball. That's what I really want to see. Cause I don't, I, you know, I've been down on Tomo. I was down on him in the USFL down on him coming into this year. I was high on Derek King and you saw what he could do running that option. And they could, they could seriously just roll out a triple option with Derek King and be fine. Um, But yeah, I, I want to see him throw. I think he could take over this team and be one of the better quarterbacks in the league because when he takes off, he's electric. And so, yeah. It, well, that but, option read, I think they got something going there. Like I said, he, yeah, he did more for that offense on the place. He didn't actually run the ball. He froze the linebacker right. and then the running back was able to go. And yep. I, th- I think he got something once, you know, that's and just wait to the second half of the season when they unleash Puka Williams on this league, they're just <laughs> yeah. keeping them. They're keeping but, them in the, in the shed, if you will, with the lawnmowers we, second we, half, you will turn loose. <laughs> We we saw this though in the USFL with with uh, DeAndre Johnson and Jamar Smith, mm-hmm. they were both able to run the option read, which I think in a league like this, that gives you a huge leg up offensively, because if everyone's going back there with their statue lawn chair quarterbacks, I think it makes it you know it makes it incredibly hard because I don't know that your receivers are that skilled to get just flat out wide open, and I don't know if you can scheme up unless you maybe have a June Jones uh, or AJ Smith that can actually find you an advantage offensively. I think you should probably consider putting your best athletes back there uh, or finding a quarterback that can be athletic uh, dual threat and, and and giving them all three options because, you know, even on the option read, you can do the quick little uh, throw it out to the, uh, out in the flat. I just think it makes the defense think a lot. It's something that should happen more. Um, I'm going to ask us power rank power rankings, by the way, at the end of this episode. Oh, all right. Uh, before we get to Sunday's action, uh, no, I have anxiety for the rest of the show. <laughs> before we get to Sunday's action, I want to tell you, we're brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog is the home for a uh, off season NFL best ball drafts. Yes. But they also got you covered for a ton of other daily, uh, games, including, uh, NHL, PGA, NBA underdog fantasy is a great way to uh, get down on your favorite player props. If they're maybe not available in your state, there's always a way around. Head over to uh, underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to good old Sunday's action because mm. I got to give Terrell Buckley credit. Never seen a coach shit on his team so bad. Oh, uh, he was great. You know, <laughs> n- normally, I, I, from my experiences, which once once again, I was never a pro. But, uh, <laughs> but you, normally you kind of, as the coach, you take the blame 
for your team. Absolutely Ter- not. Fuck Love them. Terrell Buckley. He was great. <laughs> right off the side, said, "I gotta get a new team. I gotta get a yeah. new team. We, uh, new it guys. Ain't it ain't That's me. hilarious. Yeah. I need a new roster. I was sitting there like, really, dude." This is a great way to lose the locker room. Oh, so uh, great. No, normally you step up and say, you know what? That's my fault. My team wasn't prepared, but this is stuff we learn in middle school. I feel like, I mean, what'd you, what'd you make of this game? What'd you make of this game? CJ? What'd you make well, of that reaction? I mean, I, I was, uh, I was, I was touting Orlando last week because everyone, it, it seemed like the contrarian play because everyone says they're the worst team in the league. And I might have to, uh, Admit that after uh, <laughs> last week to block, but 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 Terrell Buckley did give me hope. I absolutely loved everything Terrell Buckley had to say, had to say, and uh, I, I love I, I would love him just firing his entire team and going out and going and just patrolling the streets of Liberty Heights down there in Florida <laughs> and whatever you know Schollenberger style and just get, get in the car. Let's go. Practice is Monday and let's get a whole new goddamn Guardian squad out there. <laughs> They were combined 15 of 32 for 87 yards, 2.7 yards of completion. Somehow they threw two touchdowns. I don't know how that happened, but, but one interception J Mark is Orlando easily the worst team. And how, how about your boy Terrell Buckley's comments? Oh yeah. They are terrible. And the coaching is terrible too. Not just Troy Buckley. I mean, the, the offensive coordinator, he can't get in the play calls correctly. Did you hear right. that? He's like, Oh, we need to do, Oh fuck. No, that's not right. Like they don't know what they're doing right. um, all well, across the, the board. And well, that whole I, Francois saying, shut the fuck up. Cause the, the lineman was like trying to call a different yeah. play, like, like well, su- <laughs> suggesting plays. They had 10 <laughs> guys isn't... out there multiple times. Like this uh, isn't a Q and a session asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you guys catch that? They had 10 guys yeah. out there. I want right. to say like four or five different times. I mean, yeah, that's- especially on special teams. And they asked the one guy, why weren't you out there? He's like, Oh, I didn't hear it. He goes, it's a punt return. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch the game. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I didn't hear yeah. it. I was uh, checking out the girls in a row too. Yeah. They really are like the, the, the movie part of this league of the XFL, right. like the <laughs> fucking like summer camp. And it's like, you're supposed to be out there. I am like, put the cigarette out. Like just like just doing shenanigans <laughs> on the sideline. I'm curious. Like what is the most roster turnover you could, because if, if he is super pissed, he's also the general manager. So technically he could cut. I mean, I don't know what you could do. I don't know if is there like a team nine like there was in in, in uh, TSL slash US or was it USFL TSL I think mm-hmm. team nine where you have like another roster of players that are playing and practicing. Is there a situation like that, uh, J Mark? No, no, they all have a, a list of players that they have on their list in case somebody gets injured. But there's no extra team playing. Or practicing, so you could you could patrol the streets of Southern Florida, get community service, look for some orange vests, get them in the goddamn van, and I can and, I, and I'll put up twenty points next yeah, week. They don't drug them. test these days, right? I mean, you're in Florida, Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> They're right Figure it out. I know, right? They're fucking whatever. Yeah, I mean, this game. I was surprised though, because you guys, you, I'll be honest, I turned in multiple DFS lineups. No, and and uh, I listened to you guys on a call. So this is where I, I shit on you guys a little bit because go for it. I'll take it. I, I did bench. I did bench my running back and I did go with uh Balage. Come on. Yeah. Uh, 1.9 yards to carry. What's going on? Jack Cohn though. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. That's like the greatest performance in the history of the fucking XFL. Um, <laughs> what do you listen to me for? I started Orlando defense for fuck's sakes. 
I switched over to Belage. And negative points. <laughs> they, they ran for 66 <laughs> yards as a team. Just 2.5 oh, yards man. a carry. Something that's that's the, the the wild thing about the the US or the XFL so far is that they, even with them rushing for more yards this week, the yards per carry is awful. Yeah, awful. how many carries yeah. did Ballage have there, Jamar? Twelve for twenty-three, 1. Oh, 1.9 yards wow. a carry. Ah, it's brutal. But Jack Cohn, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm the idiot on the Jack Cohn. I mean, I know he's a lawn chair, but three touchdowns, no interceptions. That's no, no, no. We can't see. We can't say. From one week that Houston ran it up on Orlando and I was like, don't, you know, don't pump them up too much because it's Orlando and then fall for the same exact thing with Jack Cohn does a week too. Like, I think, I think this is your words, Colby. I think, I think it's just that uh, it's just Orlando and anytime you play him, that's a get right spot, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. Well, that goes Jack in- Cohn can get himself into the league. If he played him every week, you know? <laughs> well, no, that goes in, that goes into my next thing because I'm going to present a theory and I'm curious what you guys think. Okay, the Roughnecks beat the Renegade 23-14. to 14. Roughnecks, everyone's saying I was on multiple shows. I was on uh, Hoops Peterson talking uh, XFL on VC. Mm-hmm. And they're just saying the clear-cut best team yep. is the Roughnecks. I, I was thinking about this. Did they just play the two worst teams in the league? Are they really that good? Or did they play Orlando and, and Arlington? Because no. Arlington's they, offensive numbers are atrocious. Right. A two point four yards per play with running and passing the ball. That's the average for both. I mean, shout out to the Houston defensive line for getting it done. But I part of me is like, man, uh Arlington didn't score an offensive touchdown week one. And in week two, they put up two point four yards per play, only had ten first downs the whole game. I mean, could 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 Houston be fool's gold, or do you think they're actually? No, legit? I'm with dude. I'm with you, and, I'm, and that game it kind of made very upset me uh, last night because I still think Arlington was the right side last night. By the way, when that and it was just with that game, I mean, the, the, the not to get too into the refs, but like they they they're making calls like the NFL calls. Like, why would you want to continue what we hate about the NFL? Like ticky tack illegal, like the, the interception one, obviously oh, with that yeah. horrible, yeah. just illegal touching, you know, and then they're adding on, like you were saying with that punt gunner rule. What is that? Like, I, that blew I mean, my mind. So, so, so folks out there, if you don't remember this or you didn't catch the game, the roughnecks had a great punt return early in the game, takes it back, like inside the 10, there was a, there was a penalty on the renegades and the, the gunner did not leave. So he has to wait until the punter punts the ball off of his foot. Apparently a- am I explaining this rule? Correct guys. Yeah. It's like they're playing yeah. run the bases tag what on third. I don't, this like, rule? I don't know what's going what on. Is this rule? I, know. I, I was perplexed by this. It wouldn't have negated that return. Cause that return happened anyway. But right. I, I, I left my, I was scratching my head as like, what, what the fuck are they calling? And I don't even understand the point of it. J Mark. You can make sense of stuff that maybe me and CJ struggle at. Um, what, what the fuck is this? You, you can't make mud look clear, buddy. Um, and there's no way <laughs> yes. to make sense of it. Um, it, it, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't know why they made that rule. Um, we talked about it a little pre-show. Maybe it's so there's more returns, a better chance at return. Right. But it, it still doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Not at all. Well, you would also think the crackback if you're trying to eliminate the crackback block, and this is my problem with their whole, the whole kickoff in general, is that you're asking your players to turn back and look at your returner. And then guess what happens? The, the, the defense or the team kicking off the ball gets the advantage of facing that way. So they're going to know probably a split second before. And guess what? 
that leads to potential crackback blocks. Am I crazy for that that analysis? No, that's exactly Makes spot sense, on, yeah. right? Absolutely. I don't understand it then. You're trying to do safety. This doesn't sound like safety to me. This sounds like bullshit. Um, either way, J-Mark, I'm curious your thoughts. Are the Roughnecks for real or are they fool's gold because they played the two worst teams? I think a little A, little B. Real quick, backing up to Jack Cohn, leading the league in passing completion percentage at 68%. Now, I know he Check down played King. against... Yeah, right. But <laughs> if it's getting the job done, I guess. Um, it's interesting to see him leading. Now, I think the Roughnecks... I think they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. And I think that defense is very good. I think they're doing enough on offense. They have a lot of weapons as far as receivers go. Max Borgi, you guys know I've been high on him. Even though he didn't really have a great game this no. week, he still did enough. Um, bringing Cole McDonald in there, I think they're a good team, but I do still think they're overinflated because of who they've played so far. Silver's lid could look good. But yeah, that that interception and overturn was an absolute killer. Did you see the one when they, uh, they were, were going to call the horse collar tackle and then the, oh, yeah. the lady, the lady so ref glad. caught it with the big ponytail so and then the, they and, didn't call it. Yeah. And then the guy ref who didn't even see the play just told her like, yeah, we don't do that here. You know, it's not, it's not a thing. He just mansplained and said, yeah, no, that's not a thing. That's the other league. We don't give a shit about that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean that, and uh, man, for me as, as someone that took the renegades and I thought they, they could pull the upset on the money line. I also expected to see Kyle Sloter at some point. Surprise. It hasn't happened. First pass of the game plink yeah. gets picked. And I'm like, oh, today's going to be a long day. Why are we not seeing Sloter? I saw him tweet this out too. Yeah. No shit. He's right. Retweeting the other people saying, why am I not in the game? He, I mean, he's not tweeting it, but he's retweeting that mm -hmm. other people are saying that, uh, I mean, what, what J Mark make, make it make sense. It, again, I can't, it doesn't make sense. Um, unless I guess he wouldn't retweet it. If there's an injury there, I kept thinking maybe the knee's not a hundred percent, but if he's retweeting it and thinking he should be in there as well, he's healthy enough to play. I don't get it. Um, you got to think he's going to be better than Drew Plitt. A hundred percent. After yeah. watching that, I thought maybe Plitt had first game jitters, first time playing pro football ever, man. After watching the second game, I'm like, they got to have someone better than this. If you they retweet, that's, I mean, that should stand for something. If you retweet in this league for crying out loud, that's a, that's a solid as Oak. If you ask me, you gonna tell me Twitter's not real now. <laughs> Maybe he's going to ask for his release because who knows? I mean, let, led the USFL in passing last year. Right. Uh, all right. Well, look, I mean, I guess I wasn't, uh, from a gambling point of view, I went two and two. I hit, I was hoping my parlay would hit, but the renegades blew that. But we, I hit on DC, I hit on San Antonio, and then I fucked up the rest. But I did go three and one on the over unders. Uh, now, what would you think about that? So they all went under three, went three and one to the under this weekend. Obviously, yeah. obviously adjustment three and one to the overs week one, and uh, but they weren't going over by a lot week one. They all hit like at forty, like right just directly over it. So then yeah. the numbers went up a bit. You knew it was going to come back down. And so some that, of them I were right there, like that Roughnecks game. I think with the that the, the, they were close to it. Uh, yes, it didn't hit the over, but. The weather played a role, but that's one thing I do like about the XFL compared to the USFL was playing in February. I love seeing the cold weather in Seattle, right. the rain in, in Absolutely. Las Vegas. Uh, so hopefully that continues to be a thing because I, I like you know contrast and styles. Give me, give me. And I will say that was a fun rivalry too. That they they they, they pushed that narrative, but that is kind of great. The Arlington Houston rivalry of being on the same 
being on the same plane going back is hilarious. That's what we need the camera for, where you got half of it playing, you know, music and putting jewelry on their quarterback, whatever the fuck they do. Yeah. And the other half is just an absolute Aaron Rodgers dark hole depression, you know, like the other half of the plane. I want I want that. Let's throw some stakes on the play. Why not? But let's get let's get that live footage. You know, of that plane ride back. That's the X. That's that documentary show I want to see oh, on sure. uh, ESPN, you know? Yeah. So hold on. Let's, let's, let's close out with this then. All right. Well, first, I guess we can. I know we got to do our preview and picks, but we can look ahead at week three. We got uh, Seattle at Vegas on Saturday, and then they're hitting us. They're not competing too much with college basketball because they're hitting us with uh, three games on Sunday. So okay. Seattle, you got Seattle at Vegas is the Saturday game. The Sunday game, St. Louis at DC, two undefeated teams playing each other. Nice, nice one. You got Orlando at Arlington. Good God. Um, <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, is Orlando, I mean, Orlando's got to be creeping to like seven point spread, but not versus Arlington. But like, I saw they, eight the, last night. I saw well, eight I last saw, night. I saw nine today. Now that opened up, God damn, I'm going to bet Orlando two weeks in a row. I know. You got it. You got it, right? I don't want to tip our hand too much. we got the pick show uh, coming up. This, uh, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be taking them all year long. <laughs> Continue to lose with them. Especially if Buckley's going to come out with those kind of quotes. I, don't, I will gladly lose my money. The Terrell Buckley said, my team's terrible. I hate every one of them. They're, none of them are fucking good at football. He just yeah. shows he just shows highlights of himself at halftime. Here's me, Florida State, with another pick six. Th- this was oh. Ter- this was Terrell Buckley. Well, what happened was that second game we got our ass kicked, or the second half we just got our ass totally kicked. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. The second half we sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. The only problem there is he said we. Terrell said they. Right. Them. they. That's what I love about Terrell. <laughs> them. Don't put this on me. I have nothing to do with these idiots. <laughs> I loved uh, after the game when she was asking him, like, what's the, is there any positives you can take away from this? He just, no. None. <laughs> just, no. Not even a funny joke like, oh, now we know what we have to work on everything. Right, no, you know, just, some bullshit no. like that. Nothing. This was him. Yeah, yeah. He, he, felt like, he felt like shit afterwards. Everybody <laughs> booing the shit out of me, but he worked his ass off. <laughs> oh, man. That's Whiskey Jerry Burns, right? That is. The great yes. shout out to rest in peace to the great Jerry Burns. Um, great Jerry Burns. So let's power rank these. Let's power rank these because, you know, each week we got to do this. We got to power rank the top eight teams in the XFL. Right. I'm curious at one, are you guys completely sold with the Houston Roughnecks being number one? Um, before we get into that real quick, have we seen is St. Louis? The only one that hasn't played a home game yet. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we've seen all the stadiums except for St. Louis who probably has the best one. And we're yeah. not seeing it this weekend. Like I said, I don't know what happened. When the WWF was on tour. They went to St. Louis to treated the rock shitty. And all of a sudden he's like, you know what? See you week four, motherfuckers. That was another thing I was disappointed too with the Orlando Stadium of the Camp World State. It's, it's, it, it oh, yeah, a... fan turnout. What'd you guys make? Obviously, Vegas was in fucking rain. Right. Seattle, I thought they would show up a little more, even though it was cold. But then again, that's a lot, you know, Seattle. You got a lot right. of pussies up there. Um, uh, <laughs> Houston probably did the best, I think, right? Biggest, the best turnout was probably Houston. What do you think with, by that statement, Jamie? That was pretty wild. That was pretty good atmosphere there last night for sure. That's and probably the best, right? If you yeah. had to rank the, the, the fan turnout. 
Yeah, I think so. Um, I saw the official numbers. I don't remember off the top of my head. A lot of them are close around that 11,000, 12,000. And then Vegas was at 6,000 something, but that stadium only holds 10,000. So yeah. Yeah. The sh- yeah. And, the sh- and but, but it was just the shots they were showing at that stadium. That was just like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> the makeshift like the, the in the makeshift studio where love, love making fun of that, but that's how, that's how, that's how these sports are. That's how it used to be. You know what I mean? Like bring your own scorecard, bring your own buzzer. Judge Dredge said attendance is down across the board versus 2020. And I didn't see that. I saw that as well. Um, and we, you know, we haven't seen the ratings come out yet, but attendance right. was down, but, but I, you know, I don't know what that is. I know Seattle's crowd was good in 2020. Yeah. DC's crowd was good, but DC didn't play a home game. I think it's some of the new franchises like Orlando and Vegas. Sure. And, and the fact that Vegas is stadium's capacity. Why, why even, why did they choose Las Vegas then? I don't understand if, if, they, if you're trying to get more people into the, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you think that's something that could well, it's a hot problem? town with new, new teams and new stadiums, the throwback to the old. But but comparing that, comparing that, clearly clearly ESPN I would think, and and The Rock probably were sitting there saying, hey, we can build on 2020 and have better numbers. Right. I think this is perhaps a setback. I, I think don't that, think. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just saying, I think they could, I think like if if they choose, it's it's how they handle it. I would lean like if you said they lean into it, like we're saying, you know. Yeah. And kind of use it as like this is what kind of makes it fun and special. I mean, obviously they got to clean it up. Get the I soccer think. stadiums, uh, right? J Mark, what do you think? I don't. I honestly don't think they give a shit about the crowd turnout at all. Um, yeah, I, we saw it with the USFL too. They didn't care as much about that uh, stadium turnout. They care about the viewership. That's where their right. big deals are through. Um, I think that's the majority of what they're worried about. And they say, you know what, those teams can promote their own stuff. We're just worried about getting this on TV and getting people to tune into it on TV because that's when we're selling our sponsorships, our ads, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I really don't think they care about the turnout. It's an I mean, I wish they would. It'd be neat to see a packed stadium, but sure. uh, at the same time, I don't think they care. And interesting enough with Vegas, that was the last stadium that they were able to get a deal with. Um, I know. When, <laughs> it's I mean, a minor league baseball. I mean, you yeah. might as well do it. Why don't you do it on a circuit to the Soleil or fucking theater <laughs> or something like, like the old Danny Gaines theater spot or some well, shit. You mean, I, like, <laughs> I don't even understand like why those cities like to me, look, look at, you see what DC and St. Louis have done. Well, DC has been deprived football. We've talked about this with the right. Dan Snyder experience slash the NFL, you know, cu- cutting that team, basically just fucking that team up. Then you have St. Louis, who obviously got robbed their football team, even with the Cardinals and the Rams. Um, mm-hmm. But but you would think, and San Antonio, we know, has always been a great market. AAF proved that. Shit, even the World League in 91 proved that. Um, you would think you would cater to the other markets that had stolen teams, maybe San Diego, maybe Oakland, you know, may, maybe, uh, may, I, I don't know, may, maybe just more football cities, like yeah, absolutely. Baltimore or so, something like that. Cleveland. Um, they didn't really do that. That's why Vegas was an interesting choice. All right, but let's power rank these eight right. teams. I, I'm curious. It, let J Mark, who do you think the best team is right now? Go ahead and laugh at me. My uh, number one team, Battle Hawks, find ways to win the game no matter what. Coming from behind, they're my number one. Mm. CJ, who is, in your opinion, <sighs> the best team in the league? Well, I say just like last week, I mean, I. Gun to my head, I wouldn't even say they're the best team, but you can't you can't uh knock Houston for what they're doing. You know, they have been impressive. 
with their two victories. You asked two bad opponents, but they, and their D line looks just not, I mean, just as impressive as DC's almost. Plus they have a much better offense. I, I, I actually, e- even though I'm still mad about that game and I thought Arlington was still the right side. I mean, I thought, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, I thought Silver's actually looked good. He looked like he had pocket and he had time and was throwing downfield. It wasn't just check downs. It wasn't just to the flats, you know, like hey. I, he had confidence like a third and 10 that he can pick it up. I did not have confidence. The, the two offense, had that, you know? Yeah. The, yeah. The two offenses that look like they can actually flow are Seattle and Houston. June Correct. And AJ Smith, who's a Jones disciple. Yeah. I think so, I would go Houston too, even though I don't believe it. No, I don't believe it either. But you know, I can't say Seattle, even they're and two. And I still think they're the best team in football. I do too. <laughs> I do too. I'm like, hey, they're better. But I, I got, you know, for me, I got DC at second and very, very Love close. It. I just need Love to see DC. them throw the forward pass better. Um, I, DC. I, I, I would give Houston the slight nod over DC. And then I got St. Louis at three. J Mark, who would your two and three be? Two minutes left in the game. You're down by two. Who are you taking? Battlehawks, Roughnecks, or DC? Battlehawks are the ones that have proven. We know the Battlehawks are proven, and we DC know if AJ McCarron's yeah. if AJ McCarron's within eighteen, he's got a shot. We know <laughs> that's right. Um, no, I got uh, Battlehawks at one. I do have Houston at two and Defenders at three, but it is close right. with those. But yeah. I, again, I want to see Derek King throw some passes. I think if you add that element as well, not just the running, have him throw a couple too. You're going to take it up another level. And with a team that already has a good defense, um, that's that's going to be intense if they can get that going. I love it. Unless it's all interceptions. (laughs) (laughs) Who's your two and three, CJ? Well, DC definitely my two, and as I have them, as I've been touting them since since the get go, I have seven to one plus seven hundred future on them. Um, Yeah, it's definitely definitely DC. Like I said, their D line is ferocious, and like I said, wait till you unleash Puka Williams. it, be, it, it is interesting when I won't let the Eric King throw the ball, but I mean, they all, that's also part of their system though, too, where they have, they have a lot of quarterback running, you know, the, it was raining also. Dorf. So, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. That has definitely True. something to do yeah. with it for sure. Um, and then uh, three, I have to, I have to I eventually uh, submit to J Mark's battle Hawks, and <laughs> throw them somewhere in there. I mean, they are, they had, they didn't get to tell me once, even though I hate, uh, you know, coach Tony meatballs, Anthony Beck, and, his, and the way he they just keep luck boxing their way into these things, these W's, but to win two games on the road like that is still impressive. I don't care what you guys say at four. I'm putting the fucking sea dragons. I know they're winless. Yes. I know they're winless. J Mark. Where do you have, who do you have at four? They're my fourth too. CJ, you're on Seattle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll throw, I'll throw Seattle at four. Sure. I right think now. you throw San Antonio at five. Am I correct? J Mark, what are you doing at five? Yeah, I got San Antonio, Arlington behind them. Mm. Ooh, I'm surprised I, there. I actually kind of like, yeah, I know. I kind of like Vegas ahead of Arlington. I think I got okay. Vegas up there uh, ahead of Arlington as well. It's that um, grudge, CJ. He's still holding on to that grudge. <laughs> Arlington has a better quarterback in Kyle Soder. Now they're not playing him, but they have a better quarterback. But that <laughs> <All right>. offense <laughs> is worse, man. That is a worse offense. But, but two games in. The Arlington offense, I think, is worse than Orlando's. I think it's the worst offense in the league. It, it Arlington, yeah, which is there, it's right. so shocking to me too. I mean, I don't know. So just because so of Stoops and all that. My but. last rated team will be Orlando. I think all of us have Orlando, but I I actually think it's close with Arlington's offense being that trash. Orlando at least put up some yardage in the first game. 
You know what I mean? Like at least there's something to sit there and say, oh, you know. Right. Arlington's offense looks fucking awful. I don't know what's going on there with Jonathan Hayes, but uh, yeah. So I don't know anyone. Any uh, CJ? You got you got who's your? No, I know. I think Arlington. I think Arlington is the biggest disappointment so far in the first two weeks. I've the what we thought what we what we thought they were going to be. Especially with about stoops and all that, and then what, what they've shown, they do not look. They, they're 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 in games just with guile, and they won it with guile, double yeah. a double guile, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. So uh, Wednesday, our pick show. All right. Yeah, we go. And I might have went two and two ATS on my picks, but I did. I'm a totals guy in this league. Turns out. Turns out I'm a totals guy. Um, <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, we got some good matchups. Stick around, guys. Wednesday, we'll be back. Week three preview and picks episode. Appreciate the chat rolling along. Shout out to Fred Durst. And yeah, Jeff Fred Dredd. Durst came in uh, came in hot. Yeah. I love it. We got a lot of people in there. Nick Fortune. Shout out to all those guys. Who won um, some money because of J-Mark, apparently. Yeah. You yeah. saw that. Uh, I hit, I, hit, I, hit, I hit for 20 American dollars. I'll take it. We all had DC, by yeah. the way, Nick. Fortune. Let's go. Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all right. We'll let J get his credit. <laughs> um, one thing to, or two things to add, actually check the lines early because yes. um, the, the totals, I think that first game was at 36 when it first came out. So mm-hmm. I took the over in that one and it hit, it did not hit the over. I don't think of where it, it closed. Not. Yeah. Yeah, the Houston game, it started at 40. I took the under there. So mm-hmm. when those totals first come out, the other thing, subscribe to our YouTube at XFL Gambling Pod. Subscribe to the Twitter. We are going to be doing a giveaway. And in order to win, you have to be subscribed to both of those. More awesome. details to come there. And the lines itself, not just the totals, because they're so volatile, I think, in the XFL. Yeah. And they move the uh, Houston at one point went up to five and a half I mean, at last night. Then it came back down yeah. to four and a half. Yeah. Well, I'm not one. Well, I'm not mattering, but I, I, was, I was like, I was grabbing uh, Arlington plus all the times, but you could tell, you, you can almost tell which way it's going to go. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, like Orlando, like no one's taking Orlando now as it's, it's just going right. to keep on rising. I am. Ex- except me I Come am. game yeah. time. Yeah. Let's Let's go. gonna wait and then I'm going to take all the candy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, subscribe to the XFL gambling podcast. Make sure you check out hey, the college basketball experience the college football experience, the USFL gambling podcast, the CFL gambling podcast. We got it all out there for you. Uh, make sure you check out also the, uh, the, the, the man in the box. All right. Yes. Bottom line bombs podcast. Can't recommend that enough. And also old fashioned football. What's not mm. to like about that. Get over there. Check out all of those and the sports gambling podcast. Probably forgetting some other ones too. That we got a big channel full of all of them. Get the SGPN app for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. And remember to come hop in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right. Until Wednesday, this is the XFL Gambling Podcast. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. <laughs>
coaching, our, we're all, our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in that second half. It sucked. It stunk. Yeah.